0: welcome to the driving your marketing podcast where small business entrepreneurs come discover the strategies systems and tools to kick their marketing into high gear if you want to go from surviving small business owner to thriving entrepreneur you're in the right place let's get ready to roll Alright, welcome everybody. This is Eli Delaney, the host of the Driving Your Marketing Podcast, co-founder of Your Marketing University, and we are here for another fun episode where I bring in cool people that I meet from throughout the world to talk about marketing geeky stuff because let's face it so many people think that marketing is scary it's boring it's expensive it's all the stuff that they don't ever want to do in their businesses and i'm going to tell you that the whole reason i do this show is to kind of help you get over that fear and share with you some of the things that you can do that can actually be a lot of fun and they don't have to be expensive they don't have to be difficult they don't have to be complicated and they don't have to be like voodoo black magic any of that kind of crazy stuff so today's guest is Dave Blanchard. He's the owner of Cognesis Marketing Concepts, and he is here in the Portland area. He's actually in Vancouver. He's a friend of mine that we've gotten to know each other through the Infusionsoft user group here locally, and he helps accelerate the growth of small businesses by solving marketing problems. Like, how do I get more leads? Uh, he does a lot of cool stuff around the Infusionsoft system. He's actually a certified consultant through Infusionsoft, and you guys know know that I'm a big fan of the Infusionsoft system. We use it. We have used it since, like, what, 2007, I think, was when we started. And so he's here to share some of the insights of creating high-impact marketing campaigns for your business. So, David, thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Eli.
0: Cool. So let's go, kind of give us a little bit of the background of your history. How did you get started in this kind of crazy world?
1: Well, um, it goes back to when I worked at HP. I, my first career was at HP. I was in marketing there for 26 years. And in the course of doing work there, um, we were actually looking at how we could help small businesses with their marketing and I I did uh, extensive market research really in Europe and United States and talked to hundreds of small business owners and I came away impressed with two things. (laughs) One was that most small business owners don't get into the business because they want to do marketing. Um, They get into the business because they love the business end of it. And so a lot of them struggle. And so um, and then the second thing was that they that that uh, things are changing and the way people are buying and sell selling today, especially with the internet, and that's a whole new set of challenges. and so I thought I could take my uh, my engineering background. I have a electrical engineering degree from Stanford and uh, my my twenty six years of marketing experience and and uh, help small businesses grow. So I left HP in two thousand and seven with that as my mission of helping small businesses succeed. And uh, it's been quite a ride since.
0: Awesome. Very cool. It sounds like a fun one. And it's kind of cool that, you know, with HP, you were in the marketing development, but there, your goal there was to help small businesses as well, as opposed to, we're here to market HP. No, we're here to help the small businesses market themselves using, you know, obviously using HP's technology and stuff. But yeah, it's kind of cool that you were in that world. So, so what made you start um, Cognesis Marketing? What was your your thought process on how you were going to jump, make that that major shift?
1: Well, like I said, I, I saw really a market need for you know small businesses being able to access um, marketing you know marketing professionals w- without uh, having to spend a, a large budget. So, um, so I that was the the thought in the back of my mind is in creating my business was to was to create a business that was 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 you know kind of low cost for a um, for a small business owner to afford, and yet, you know, brings all the professionalism that I have and that my network of, of experts has. And so basically what I do is I act as a short-term um, outsourced director of marketing for small business owners. And a lot of small business owners don't have the the time or sometimes the knowledge that they'd like to have to do a first-class job in their marketing. So um, especially as small business owners get to the point where they're they can't do it all themselves anymore in order to grow and they need to bring in experts in different areas to help the business move forward. Um, and that's where I can come in and help and get some of that
0: marketing work done for them. Awesome. Very cool. And it's, it's cool because you're not just coming in to do one piece. You're, you're the consultant and the resource to help them as well, which is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. And I think it's a, a fairly, um, uncommon model. So I'm not really an agency and I'm not really a consultant. I'm kind of a combination of both. So I'll, 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 help with developing the strategy, but then also, uh, you know, get the work done for them. So, um, and, and, and then it's, the key part is closing the loop and looking at the results and then changing the strategy to and adjusting the strategy so that we get better results.
0: Right. Very cool. So what are some, some of the common problems that you see small businesses face in attracting business today?
1: Well, you know, one of the one of the big ones that I see is that small businesses do a lot of marketing activities, but they really don't have a consistent framework or strategy to pull it all together. So I I call that random acts of marketing. So they do they'll they'll do something, they'll do networking, they'll do social media, they'll have a website, they'll do SEO, Um, but they really don't get all all that they could out of it um, because they don't have an overarching framework or strategy. Um, and that results in a lot of lost opportunity. I just took on a client recently, he's a commercial real estate agent, and he was telling me that he was losing about, he estimated one uh, deal a month where he had made contact with somebody and then not followed up, and then found out later that they had gone ahead and made a lease or purchased a property without him. Mm -hmm. And he estimated that that cost him about forty thousand dollars a year in commission so it's a huge uh it's a huge opportunity lost for somebody like him. And that's, and that's not all that uncommon in, in small businesses.
0: Yeah. It, and it really is. It's one of the things that I teach on a regular basis is, is the fact of, of why up is so important. And it's, I think there's stats out there that, that say that most people that are in the sales sales world that actually consider themselves a salesman or saleswoman, um, generally they give up after three tries, but it actually takes between six and 12 touches for For a customer to make a buying decision, so like my my common phrase with that is so by the time you're giving up, your customers are just getting warmed up
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really true, and it's not because we're it, it's just it's really a lot of it is because we're busy mm-hmm. um, as small business owners, we have so many hats to wear, so many things to do, um you know we meet somebody at a networking group they they're interested and and you know, they may not follow up, but, and then we get busy, and we wonder, you know, three or four months later, Gee, what happened to, you know, Mary Smith that I, that I met back two months ago, and, and, uh you know, we just haven't kept, been able to keep in touch, so.
0: Right. Well, very cool. So, so we kind of figure out that the, you know, let's talk about the strategy a little bit. Cause you know, that's my, one of my favorite things too. You and I have, you and I've had some great conversations about it. Let's talk about what, how can we put some of that stuff together in a marketing strategy? So we're actually not just being random. I love, by the way, I love that quote, um, random acts of marketing. That is just awesome.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. So the strategy, the framework that I like to use and I work with my clients uh, is called life cycle marketing and, and really it takes, it's, it's really about building relationships because fundamentally that's what marketing is. Um, and it looks at the entire life cycle of building that relationship from the point where, you know, people start by having never heard of our business, but they first become aware of our, our business and then they learn more about it and eventually they become a customer and eventually they become a repeat customer if we do a good job and, and then, then they become a raving fan. So, so we we want to look at that relationship throughout its life and be able to nurture it appropriately depending on what stage it's in.
0: Very cool. And so tell us a little bit more about, you know, what. let's go ahead and kind of go through what are the styles again and let's go into a little bit more detail because I know you just went through them. It's like, okay, somebody just comes in. You know, the first step I would assume is that first connection of deciding if they're even a prospect or not, right?
1: Right. So there's it really break the, the life cycle breaks down into three parts, uh three main parts. One, okay. the first is attract, the next is sell, and the third is wow. So attract is where we, you know, we we're out promoting our business, we're doing advertising, or people are f- first coming in contact with us for the first time. And if they have a need for what we have to offer, they'll they'll raise their hand ideally and let us know that that they have some level of interest. Um, and then the The sell phase really starts at that point and moves them it, it educates them as to what we have to offer, whether or not what we have to offer is right for them, and and eventually results in converting them from a prospect to a customer. And then the third phase is where we start by making sure that we have delivered on all the promises that we've made during the sales process and that they're completely satisfied with what we have to offer. Um, we want to thank them. We want to acknowledge their that, that we appreciate their business. And then we want to offer them additional things that, that we have that could serve them in, in, even more fully or more completely than that initial sale. And then finally, we like to ask for, um, for referrals and testimonials, which helps us to get more business and attract more business and kind of closes the loop and starts to cycle over again.
0: Right. Very cool. I love that. And it is, you know, I'm familiar with the lifestyle marketing process. It's such a very, very cool way to think about business in that big holistic standpoint. You know, so many people spend a mass amount of time on just the attracting customers. And mm-hmm. so they spend this on their advertising, whether it be Facebook advertising, or maybe they're going networking, they're going to conferences, they're speaking, they're doing trade shows, whatever, you know, and, and that's where people spend so much of their time. But then once they get somebody to sign that check, they tend to kind of drop the ball a lot. And that's where, that's where I always find the after tends to actually be the best choice out of everything. Because um, first off, you've already done the hard part, you've already convinced them you can do your job. You know, mm-hmm. so then that's what people want, quite honestly, they want to be treated with respect and for somebody to actually do the job they say they're going to do, which is so funny, because you would think that would just be a given. But unfortunately, it's not in a lot of today's businesses, which is really sad.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's it's interesting, I uh, you know, and, and maybe we could take these in backwards order and start with the wow, okay, because that's often the the, most, the richest place to look for new customers is, is by looking at your customer base. And it's actually the less, least expensive way to get new customers because you're not spending money on advertising and, and outreach. Um, I had one client who, you know, we recommended sending box of chocolate, boxes of chocolates to his, um, to his existing customers. And he was, he was actually reluctant at first because he, he thought, well, you know, it's kind of sleazy, and you know, they going to think that I've got ulterior motives and that sort of thing. Well, he he did it anyway, and and there was a tremendous response. People loved it, and it helped him build relationships. But in a lot of times, it's a matter of saying thank you, um, maybe even offering a small gift of appreciation, mm-hmm. and it just helps to build that relationship, build that rapport, build trust, um, you know, build that affinity that that could open open up to to new business. Um, in fact, that same client uh, later on. Was speaking with one of one of the other things we've been recommending is that he put in a regular touch program where he calls his his uh, customers regularly, and uh, he's been doing that. And one of them told him, he said, "You know, if you had if you had been you know visiting me more frequently, I probably would have given you more business." So there's business out there to be had that we're just not getting because we're not out in front of customers. Um, not necessarily even asking for the business, but just being out in front of customers.
0: Right. And I, and I couldn't agree more with that. That's one of the things that I'm really, I'm a huge advocate of, of. You don't have to walk in the door to be salesy. You don't have to walk in the door and say, okay, so, you know, what are you out of? How can we replace that? You know, do you need, you need two of those today instead of one? You know, that's not the conversation. That's not what we want because no. that's that annoying salesman that nobody wants to be.
1: It's often, how's it going? Exactly.
0: Yeah. And that's the the funny thing about it is it's it's such a simple thing. I've actually had times where people have I've actually called, you know, previous clients and even just people that I that have been prospects that haven't bought yet. I'll call them up and just say, hey, I just want to touch base, see how you're doing. And you can tell they're waiting for the pitch. And then they get confused because there isn't one and they're like, well, I'm fine. I don't really need anything of your, your stuff right now. And I'm like, that's okay. That's not why I called. I mean, if you did, that'd be great, but that's not why I called. I called just to say hi and make sure you're doing okay and that alone makes such amazing difference people are yeah. like um uh, you know they don't know how to respond which is exactly it's so funny it's it's great because well and
1: and, and it's and it is and the, the sad thing is that it is rare in this world that people actually take the time to care and yeah. that's what people really want
0: exactly and when they
1: get, and they're so they're skeptical and they're like well you don't really care do you oh you really do care oh yeah <laughs> that's and that's a don't, great thing that to say to
0: somebody yeah and it's so funny because literally they i get more dumbfounded you can tell if, it, if it's face to face it's that dumbfounded look it's like the deer in the headlights because they don't know how to respond um because they're they're ready to be defensive and say well i don't need your stuff or i don't i don't want to buy right today or i don't have the money or whatever their excuses they're ready for that and then all of a sudden you don't even ask the question, so they can't answer the question, and then they get confused, and the look on their face is just amazing. Uh, you know, it's a, I find entertainment value in that just by itself. Um, <laughs> but you know, just by doing these things and like sending your client, your clients, you know, candies or chocolate or something. I mean, we've done that where people bought our training courses, and we'll send them a box of brownies and say, hey, you know what? You're gonna you're gonna be sitting here watching watching the videos on this course for a while, so why don't you get a snack while you're at it? And I'll send them the snack you know um yeah. one of the things that's on my list is actually to to go through and actually have popcorn delivered because i'm a big popcorn guy and anybody knows me very well knows that i'm no, a popcorn guy yeah. so yeah. i'm gonna actually have it so hey you just got the course wanted to bring send you some popcorn that way you're going to be watching some videos anyway um right. And, and those are things that people don't expect them. Um, I know years ago, a friend of mine had actually told me a story about she had a new designer she was working with that um, was redoing her website and her logo and her all of her branding and everything. And she she ended up getting a package in the mail. She opens it up, and this was a brand new relationship, okay? And she opens up this package, and it's actually got bath salts in it. And it says... Sit down, take a nice bubble bath, relax. We got everything else covered. Mm-hmm. And she was so shocked by that. I mean, it left an amazing impression. And I remember she's told me that story, oh, probably five, six years ago. And I still still I sell that, you know, still tell that story to people because well, it made such an impact.
1: That's the key thing because. Yeah that it, what you want to have happen is that people have people tell the story to other people not necessarily that you did a great web design for them I mean, that'd be great but just the fact that she got a gift and she talks about the gift and then she mentions you and now we've got word of mouth going Hmm. Um. i I. another great story happened to me a, a while back i i ordered a headset for my so i can you know for my office mm-hmm. And I went online and I found headsets dot com and I ordered something, it shows up, I open the box. It's got four little Tootsie Rolls in it. And I'm like, <laughs> Cool. I like Tootsie Rolls. Mm-hmm. And um and you know, I've told that story and I've mentioned headsets.com and people probably have never heard of them before. And now they have because yeah. they sent me such a old. You know
0: what? You know, what's funny is that I've actually heard an interview with the owner of that company, the guy who created it. And that was, that was like his big thing. And parts, I think it was the finance department or something. Actually, if I remember correctly, they were actually, they were like, why do you do this? It's such an extra cost. It's ridiculous. And at one point the, for like a very short amount of time, he he'd said, okay, well, you know, don't worry about it so much. People called him up and said, I'm really confused. I didn't get my Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> and so he started putting them yep. back in there, and that's like a staple thing. I mean, it, and it's it's cute because those those little differences, those little things are what make you stand out. And especially with a brand new customer, they're testing the waters. And even though they've already written a check, they're still testing the waters because that person isn't isn't worth whatever that first check. Was whatever that first transaction was. They're worth that plus anything else in the future, plus what they tell their friends about, and that can be ten, even a hundred times what that initial transaction is. And by having these simple, basic campaigns to stand out and share with people, makes the world a difference.
1: Yeah, and, and 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 the story actually gets better because that that was just the tip of the iceberg and an indication of how they felt about customers and and the attention to detail. So it turns out, and the next part of the story is the headset. I plug the headset in, I turn it on, and I and in addition to what what's coming over the phone, I can hear two local radio stations. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I call them up, and, and and actually it was like, oh shoot, you know, now I got another thing to do. I got to call these people up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Day later, I get an email it says, "How'd it go? Are you happy? Here's the number to call." Well, that saved me having to look up the number, and and so they were proactive and checked with me to see if my experience was everything they promised. So that was really cool. So I called them up, and they said, and I told them that I actually could let them listen to the problem, and they're like, oh, that's awful. We'll send you <laughs> another one right away, and by the way, we'll overnight it. Very cool. That was tremendous customer service. hmm Because, I mean, the fact of the matter is, as is is hard as we try to make things go well, things don't always go perfectly. Right. And so... Now the question is: If things go wrong, would you rather be the first person to find out about it, or the last person to be to find out about it as the business owner? Yeah, well, you really want to be the first person to find out about it and follow up with it proactively and make it right. Because yeah, people people understand that things go wrong, but um, if it, it makes all the difference in the world when you when you make it right, and, again, and that actually reminds me of a another experience I had at HP. We had a. Situation with some of our printers where it didn't feed paper. Well, that's a problem with printers After a while some of the wheels were wore out and HP proactively fixed solved the problem and sent, you know Repair kits out to people and you know fixed it because things people understand things don't always work as we intend them The critical thing is how do you handle it when when things go wrong? Are you proactive? Do you fix it? You know, do you make
0: it right? yeah now and i and i think that's awesome and that's that's such a powerful thing because we all know that things do happen it's not a matter of you know is something going to go wrong we live in the world of technology of course it is you know but yeah. it's how you react to it and how you deal with it and so many people are afraid to ask their customers are you happy because they're afraid they're gonna say something negative and that is actually the the complete backwards way to think about it you can you can find out so much more and you can turn that ha- that unhappy customer around so quickly just by asking the question and offering a solution
1: exactly that's yeah. exactly
0: right yeah so let's talk a little bit about actual campaigns because that's what you and I do and and that's kind of your specialty so let's talk about how can we put a campaign in place um for somebody who's just starting and says okay I get the point I know this is important now how can I starting right now put a, a wow campaign in place for my customers?
1: Well, um, you want to, first of all, uh, you know, the, the things that I would think about is first of all saying thank you. And this doesn't have to be complicated. This can be a, a written thank you. note. in fact, that's what I do. Um, I, I hand write a thank you note and send it off. And, uh, and then the next thing to think about is, is what we just mentioned is the survey. How did, how did things go? You need to be asking that question consistently every time. Uh, and then if things go well, if, and people get, you get positive feedback, then the next thing would be to say, uh, to, um to ask for a referral or a testimonial, and or a testimonial. If things are not going well, then the thing to do is to make it right. Mm-hmm. So those are the kind of the, the three things I would include in that. thinking about in the wow campaign and, and you need to put, uh, put some process in place internally to make sure that that get that, that those things happen every time you get a new customer.
0: Right. And it's such a simple thing to do. I mean, even, you know, obviously we're in fusion soft geeks, so that's our number one toy, um, Mm -hmm. toy of choice, I should say. But, you know, on top of that, we've got so many different, you know, there's so many different ways you can do it. You could just basically, even when a fir- customer first signs up, as soon as they, as soon as everything is signed off or their package or shipped or however, you know, your business runs, you could put it in your calendar just to say, Hey, by the way, you know, call Bob next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it can be that simple. Obviously using Infusionsoft or some other CRM type system is, is your best choice. But if you're just starting out, you can go with something as simple as that, you know, put it, you know, as soon as you ship it out, Take a, take a thank you note and hand write a thank you note and then have that go out the day after or two days after and just sit down, write it down right then and there and then put it to go out in, you know, the next Monday's mail or whatever and then put it in your calendar. Okay. Call, call Bob on Tuesday, you know, that kind of thing. It really can be that simple and it amazes me how many people don't do that. They don't think about that. And they're they missing so much opportunity to not only create more satisfied customers, but create those raving fans you were talking about because that's all it takes. That's the sad thing about it is those are really simple things that could take you less than five minutes to do. And it amazes me how many people don't do it. And so when you do, you are going to just amaze everybody because they're, they're not used to it. They're like, wow, they actually care. Wow, I, I'm not used to that, you know?
1: Exactly. And, and you're right, it can be simple, and it's just, you know, putting it on your calendar, putting it on your to-do list. Um, you know, there are lots of tools. Send out cards is a great way to say thank you. Mm-hmm. It's an inexpensive tool. It's easy to use. Infusionsoft is kind of the other end of things. But but the thing, main thing is to get started. Make sure that it's that is present in your practices in your process eventually you know and, and some people may have to be at this point now where they've got so much volume they po- couldn't possibly do it all by hand and that's where a tool like infusionsoft comes in where you can automate it it all happens in the background you don't have to worry about it it never gets forgotten it always gets done you know consistently
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and it, and it is cool because you can start wherever you are right now you know, and that's the great thing is wherever you are right now, start with something basic. If you're, if you're still just kind of getting going with this stuff, if you got a lot of customers, then Infusionsoft might be the right choice for you. Um, but just get going, do something. And we, all we've talked about so far is the wow campaign. This is something you can do right away for your existing customers. And there's a good chance that just by doing this, Let's say we have three steps. We have step one is sending them a thank you. Well, okay, you could do that. You can still say, hey, by the way, I just want to touch base and, and say I appreciate you as a customer. That doesn't, yeah, it
1: doesn't have to be right after the sale.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, moving forward, it should be. But it, that doesn't mean that you can't have somebody who, who's been a customer of yours for a year or two years. You know, I had a campaign very similar that I, I set up for a client of mine. And we had a four email campaign, so it wasn't, it wasn't even handwritten notes or phone calls or anything. We started with the four emails. We wrote the four emails. She sends the first email, and she gets 100% response, and everybody replied back saying, I'm so happy you emailed me, thank you so much. We need to talk, we need to work. And she's a web designer, and that resulted in over 12 grand worth of sales. Nice. With one email, that's it. You know, we ended up not sending the rest. The rest of it is all set up for future clients, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: That's great. That's awesome.
0: So it's so funny because it's such a simple little thing. And and obviously you add the other pieces into it, such as, um, you know, physical card, phone calls, you know, chocolates, candies, any of that kind of stuff as well. That makes a big difference. Um, But that is, it, it just blows me away how many people have no, you know, they just don't do it. And it makes yep. such a huge difference if you do.
1: So I would encourage the people listening to, to take out a piece of paper and write down an idea for what they could do to express appreciation to their past clients and get it done within this week.
0: Yeah, very cool. And that's, and that's it. That's our, that's our action step. I mean, we could pretty, pretty much be done with the show right now. <laughs> with, you know, that one little step put that in place. And the great thing is that once you've done it, take out a piece of paper and write it out, you know, okay, what are the steps And and actually put the timeframes too. And that's one thing I think you and I understand a lot of people don't really think about is it's not just a, you know, okay, I need to send a thank you and I need to send a survey and I need to ask them for a referral. It's a, okay, in three days, I need to send them a thank you card in 10 days. I'm going to send them a survey, you know, actually time it out the way you want it to happen. Think about what's going to happen in the next, you know, 30 to 60 days. What are your steps? Map it out. And I'm a huge mind mapper. So that's, that's my big thing. One thing about Infusionsoft That's nice is it has a campaign builder. So it thinks in that same process. And then once you do that, put it in place and say, okay, now how can I put this in place? So moving forward, it's going to just automatically happen. And, what do I do about the existing customers? Can I just throw them into this process and get them going and build those relationships back up right now? Chances are, yeah, you can.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, so, you know, that, they'd say, oh, that's all great, but I really am looking for new customers. So, um, the, the thing to do there, going back to the attract part of this life cycle, is to um, come up with an irresistible offer. That's the Killer part about attract the killer, the kind of the, the, the main essential kernel about attract, attracting new business, um, and, and the offer is not nece- is not the sale. The offer is just something to get people to raise their hands. So this is this is, um, you know, I offer a free free consultation, and I go through a 21 part mark 21 point marketing review, and I look at you know how how business is working and how they're doing marketing, and and I find opportunities that are untapped. Um, in, uh, that they could take advantage of to grow their business right away. And in fact, they guarantee that I'll find an untapped opportunity or I'll buy a lunch. So, so that's, that's an example of a, of a lead magnet or a killer offer. And, Mm -hmm. and then what you do is you advertise that. And you can advertise it, you know, any of a number of ways in social media and, uh, you can put it on, Google AdWords, you can put it on your website, you can talk about it in networking, you can take out an ad in a paper, whatever um, whatever suits your business. But yeah. the, the essential point is, is, and it kind of comes back to the principle of offering value, and this is one of the things that's really changed in the way people buy. It used to be, you know, people would buy something and that's when the value exchange started. They would pay some money and they get some value back. When On the, the internet world that we live in now, you really have to start offering value first. And eventually it turns into a relationship and turns into a sale. And so you want to come up with something that's that's really, um, you know, offers a lot of value for, for little or no cost to the prospect. And, um, if it, you know, once you find, once you've hit on that killer offer, you will see a tremendous response.
0: Yeah, and it, and it is so true. And And when we're talking about your offer, It is, you know, we've come to that world of being so skeptical that people really do need to, you need to prove to them that you do know what you could, you know your stuff and that you're going to add value to them, that you're worth them giving you their credit card. And so, you know, one of the things you're talking about that, like you do a free, consultation with it that's a great one the coaches we have a lot of coaches that listen to the show so you know your free coaching session you know that's the same basic thing but you need to make sure that you put it out there in the aspect of if you get this thing and you decide it's not right for you and you don't buy from me you still walk away with value you still got something good out of it and i think that's where a lot of people tend to to kind of miss the boat they're like oh i can just put together this quick little report and it's usually a bunch of fluff or it's a you know i i heard even somebody was really sad somebody had a podcast and the entire podcast was pitching his services I mean, it wasn't, oh, yeah. there was like no value at all. I was so disappointed in it. And unfortunately it was a name. It's somebody that I think you might even know is a, a fairly decent name person. And I was like, really, what, where did you go wrong with this? Because I, I am definitely, there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, and you know, I hope you got great value out of this. If you'd like to take it to the next level, here's how there's not, I have no problem with that. You know, and there's, you know, that's a big thing is that anybody who knows me knows I have absolutely no problem selling you stuff. I want to sell you stuff. And my goal is to get you to buy stuff from me, but not at the detriment of, okay, you just have to buy stuff from me. It's like, no, I'm going to make sure I'm adding value first. So when you go to do that, you are happy to do it and you know, you're going to get great value out of it.
1: Yeah. There's no bigger off than a sales pitch.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so.
1: Uh, so you really need to, you really need to focus on, on offering and adding value. And then also talking about the value, you know, don't just say, you know, free coaching session. What are you going to get out of the coaching session? Are you going to get three ideas to grow your business or, you know, what's the value and promote the value? The the coaching session is just the vehicle for providing the value. People don't really care about that. They want to know if I spend 30 minutes with you, what am I going to, what am I going to come away with? Mm -hmm. And that's what you want to talk about in your advertising.
0: Yeah. It's the, the, what's the ROI? What is it? You know, maybe you're, maybe I'm not spending money with you, but what's the time is the most valuable commodity we have. So if you're going to, if you're going to take that 30 minutes from me, what am I going to get out of it? Yeah. And, and, and we can go through a couple of different things too, is that, you know, we talk about like, you're talking about a consultation and we've talked about the free coaching session. It could be a book or a video or video series and things like that too. I mean, you know, one of the things I have on the back of my business card is my small business marketing roadmap um, guide. And that is all about, it's actually a cut down kind of like a cliff notes version of some of the stuff that I put in into my marketing roadmap course. And I tell people that I'm like, this is this basic, a basic version of it. It has value. Here's some stuff to go out and do take action on right now. If you read it, you will get, you read it and you take action. You will get these results. And then if you really want to go deep with it, then here's how to find the course. And, and that's one thing you can do too. And I highly recommend we look at, you know, books and, and not just a, a quick, you know, not just a thrown together fluff piece. We're talking about something that actually has real value, real information, real content, real actionable stuff. You know, one of the big things that's hot right now is a template or a checklist. Give people a checklist of something they can actually go do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I you know, I had kind of a breakthrough for myself with this a few months back. I, I, I was putting out offers and I wasn't getting the response. And I know my, my principle is, the ROI isn't right if it the, the cost is too high or the value is too low so i challenged myself to up the value and i started offering um, free uh, you know i'll come and over the actually over the over the internet i'll set up a a, a, a facebook or linkedin advertising campaign for you for free that will that will get you thousands of impressions about your business and that was so valuable i actually have to be restrictive about who i offer that to so i so it allowed me to be more um, selective about my who I was trying to attract, so mm-hmm. I, I put some conditions. I said, You have to, you know, you have to be, um, you know, have two to 25 employees and be, you know, be doing over 250,000 in business in order to take advantage of that offer because I was spending, you know, some time, <laughs> my own time, and I don't have a lot of, you know, I don't have an infinite amount of it to mm-hmm. actually set that up for people, but it was tremendous value and it got me uh, in you know, in close touch with the kind of people that I wanted as my
0: prospect. Right. And that is, that's a brilliant, brilliant takeaway right there. Um, you know, any, if anybody tuned that piece out, you need to come back and listen to this again, because that not only are we adding value and giving something of value away in order to prove our expertise, but the ability to pre-qualify people using that makes a world of difference. Um, one of the things that I've done, I did, um, years ago with my web design company is I used to have a free workbook that I gave away. And this was basically the, the website planning kit. And so it had a bunch of questions. It was about eight pages, I think. And it had a bunch of questions where you fill in the blanks. Well, I would tell people, if you want to work with me, go download this, fill all this stuff out, and then send it over to me. Mm -hmm. And if they wouldn't do that, or I kept getting one word answers for their stuff. I wouldn't take them on as a client because I knew they were going to be a pain in the butt. I knew that they were not going to get me the materials I needed to finish my job. Exactly. And so it was great value. Somebody could take it. And I had people who took it and said, you know what? I love this. It helped me so much. I Unfortunately, I used the, the kid down the street because he was more in my budget, but it helped them anyway. And so they, there's are still added value and they love me for it. They actually referred business to me. It was just that at that time I was out of their budget. That's okay. I understand that. But then those people who are saying, okay, I really want to work with you, then it shows the people that are dedicated to actually do it right.
1: Exactly. And and, and especially in our business, and it sounds like a lot of it, your listeners are in the same business, but we're, where we're providing services, we know, if we're honest with ourselves, that we can't produce a result unless the client's committed, as committed as we are.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and so we need to find clients that are committed to that same result that we want to produce in order to, in order to deliver the value we have to deliver so it's critical
0: awesome i love it this has been some really really good stuff and and for everybody listening you gotta pay attention to this stuff because this is the groundwork these are the foundational pieces that if you lay them out now and actually put this stuff in place it's going to take you out tenfold it's going to help make your life easier and make you a lot more money just because of the fact that you're not having things slip through the cracks okay
1: exactly Awesome. Do we so have time to talk about selling or do, or 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 <laughs> Yeah, let's like go that. ahead.
0: We'll we'll okay. go ahead and keep it a little bit short cuz I know we both got to get going, but let's okay. go for it.
1: All right, so the, the third part of this that I mentioned was selling, and that's that's um really taking those prospects that have indicated an interest and in turning them into customers and and uh you know there's... Um, I like to think of that as education primarily because really what we're doing is, is educating people as to the fact that they have a need, the fact that we can fill it, and the fact that we're the best, uh, option out there for them. And so again, the critical thing is adding value at every step of this, at every step of the way. And so you, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, edu- we're gonna offer informational pieces. Really, you know, what you're doing here, Eli, with this podcast is offering people value. And you're you're nurturing relationships. And so that's what we want to do to turn those prospects into into customers. And eventually at some point you ask for the sale and they if you've done a good job of um, of qualifying them and nurturing them and educating them, then they're most likely ready to ready to buy. Mm-hmm. And getting the sale is easy.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, I've always been into education-based marketing and it's, it's so funny because people don't, a lot of times people don't understand what that really means. And it's just, instead of saying, Hey, this is, this is what I have and this is how awesome I am by my stuff. It's a, Hey, by the way, here's a little tip that might help you out. And here's, here's something to, you know, if you're, if you're doing this, try that. And then they're like, Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah. This is, this is what I do for a living. If you're interested, give me a holler. You know, it's kind of like almost an afterthought. And I've found that for me, adding that extra value, doing like the free reports and the videos and this podcast and all these different places that I put content out there, it is all about education of... Showing people who I am, what my resources are, what what kind of person I am, because that's a huge piece as well. I think one thing that doesn't get enough um, enough conversation when it comes to finding your perfect client and getting the right people in the door is personality types. I've got some people they they listen to me, and they see what I do, and they're like, "Yeah, I think that guy's full of it." And I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. Go away. I don't care." The other people who. Uh, resonate with what I say and my personality and my snarkiness, because that tends to show sometimes. And you, you've been there before. That's what we love about you, Eli. Yes. (laughs) I was going to say you've experienced that a little bit. Uh, But (laughs) you know, that's, that's the people that are attracted to that. And like that, those are going to become the best clients. And that's why it's so important to educate your customers as much as you can before they're ready to make that buying decision because then they see you as the right person with the right personality and as an advocate for them.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Awesome. Well, very cool. This has been some really, really fun stuff. So I know people are going to want to get to know more about you. How can they, how can they follow up with you?
1: Well, um, a couple of ways I mentioned the, um, the free 21-point uh, marketing review, and that's uh, certainly available to anybody listening. Um, they just need to go to www.cognesismarketing.com, C-O-G-N-E-S-I-S, marketing.com, and there's a form there where they can fill that out and request that. If they want to know more about lifecycle marketing, I have some videos and a workbook that they can download and use to actually um, plan out some of these ideas we talked about today and implement them in their business, and they can get that by going to bitly b i t dot l y slash business matters, and uh, and uh, they can download those and watch those videos there.
0: Awesome. Very cool. Well, we'll definitely be sure for anybody listening, we're going to put these on the show notes. So you have those there as well. Um, and I do know Dave is on Facebook and on LinkedIn as well. So I'm sure he would be happy to connect with you in the social world as well. Am I correct?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Very definitely. cool.
0: All right. Well, you know, as we're we're finishing up, I think you kind of already answered this, but I'm going to ask it one more time because it's kind of a standard question for everybody. If there's one thing people should get out there to take action on immediately. What would that be?
1: Thank your customers.
0: Thank your customers. Love it. That's exactly what I was looking for. With that, we're going to wrap things up. Dave, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure having you on. We've been planning to do this for quite a while, and we just hadn't gotten around to it. We finally stopped last week and said, "Okay, no, let's book this now."
1: I appreciate you doing that, Eli. Eli, this has been a great, uh, great fun.
0: Awesome. Very cool. So, with me, with that, you know, if there's anything that I can ever do to help you out, reach out. Let me know. You know, I'm always here for you. All right, and everybody listening, get out there, have an amazing Rockstar Week. Do me a favor, if you would stop and spend two minutes, go to iTunes. You can actually do a direct link from our website, drivingyourmarketing.com slash iTunes and that'll take you right to the iTunes page. Spend two minutes and do a real quick review for us. It doesn't take a whole lot of time, doesn't take a whole lot of effort, um, but what it does is it helps other people find the show, lets people know what kind of stuff we put out there, lets us know how we're doing, and it means the world to us. So if you do that, means the world to me. Thank you so much. Again, with that, get out there, have an amazing rock star week, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Hey there, this is Eli again, and I got a question for you. Do you have a roadmap for marketing your business? If you're consistently looking for new marketing ideas just to keep your business going, then you need to check out smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com and download the free special report that I created to help you create a marketing plan that will thrive in any economy. Again, that's smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com. Go get it, read it, and start the road trip of your lifetime. See you on the other side.